Hey guys, welcome to Better Late Than Never. You're here with Cassie, Alice, and Tanya for our weekly night chats. So sit back, grab a snack, and enjoy. Hello. Hello. How are you guys? <laughs> um, how am I? Oh yeah, that's the question for this episode. Actually, <laughs> first of all, and most importantly, how are we all really? Because I feel like whenever people say like "How are you," I'm kind of forced to say I'm good. Like I can't yeah. say like, I'm bad. I'm doing so bad. <laughs> Default response. Yeah, yeah, like for example, if you say, "Oh, I'm not doing so well," then they're gonna be like, "Oh, why is that? Yeah, like, what that? happened?" Yeah, I don't want to say that much, you know. Yeah. 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 So how are we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to answer this question. I have no access to my own feelings. Who do you think I am? Okay, I'll say. It. Well, I'm stressed. <laughs> I'm always stressed, though. Yeah, I'm just stressy. Stressy, Cassie. Yeah. yeah, I'm just working on a lot of uni work. I have a lot to do, even though we have a whole month of Easter break. I know. Doesn't doesn't feel like a break. No. <laughs> Actually, now I kind of feel a little bit like not sad, but like second year is coming to an end, right? <laughs> So、oh、I'm God, like, no, I don't want it to end, and then that means summer is gonna start, and then placements are gonna start. Everything's gonna be different. I'm not gonna live with you guys anymore. That's sad. <gasps> <laughs> Wait, it's April, right? Our deadline is in May, end of May, and after that, we're free. We have nothing else to do. What the hell? <laughs> Sounds nice. But I don't really have time to think about that, anyways. Like I'm just thinking about that now. Yeah. yeah. In general. Like feelings wise, I guess, of course, like I have a lot of work as well. But overall, I think I'm okay. It kind of like ebbs and flows. So sometimes, like I feel a bit down, but sometimes I feel okay. Yeah, food brightens the day. Yeah, it does. It does. So yeah, what are we talking about today? Today is all about feelings. How、the、we、feels. manage our feelings. How we have or don't have feelings. What are feelings anyway? Do we have a scientific definition? <laughs> Do we? In your opinion, if you were to say what feelings are or what emotions are, how would you describe it?、Uh, <laughs> make you feel things. Feeling makes you feel things. <laughs> <laughs> I've absolutely no idea. Yeah, I don't know what it means actually. Like, how do you describe it? Just try googling the definition of feeling, and it has the word emotion in it. But when I Google the definition of emotion, it has the word feeling in it. So that's not very helpful. Emotions are biological states associated with all of the nerve systems, <laughs> brought on by neurophysiological changes, variously associated with thoughts, feelings, behavioral responses, and a degree of pleasure or displeasure. That sounds like a good definition from Wikipedia. Oh, thanks, Wikipedia. <laughs> Even though Wikipedia is like the notorious bad it's source, so reliable. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I read Wikipedia for fun as well. To be honest, me, I'm always on Wiki. But yeah, since we have the f- definition for feelings, just as hard as it is to describe it, do you guys find it hard to recognize it or kind of like acknowledge your own feelings?、Mm, I think for me, I acknowledge it quite easily because、oh. my emotions fluctuate a lot. And you can tell.、Mm, what about you, Alice and Tanya? Me? No, I can't tell anything. Even when、I、you're mean, mad, I feel like that's the the main one I can tell is if I'm mad. Oh.、Mm. What about sad or stressed? 
the emotions that I'm not feeling right now do not exist to me. Mm. So I've no, I've no idea about what it feels like if I'm not feeling it right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I can't feel the feelings I had before, but I remember them though. So I guess your feelings just evaporate. <laughs> <laughs> They're gone. I guess in a way that's pretty good. Because, for example, you're sad about something and then after you get over it, you forget how it feels like to be in that kind of sadness. I, I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah, yeah, like, you yeah. just get over it. Yeah, so yeah. that means you get over things very easily, right? Yes, once it's done with, I think. Because mm. I feel like every emotion is different. For me, I feel like sadness stays with me longer than madness. Mm. What about you, Alice? You know... I was just thinking to myself today. So you know how we all have those emo phases and like thinking that, oh, we're so special. We're so unique from other people. And so I used to think that I am very secretive and like no, nobody ever knows me and stuff like that, you know. And then I used to think that I don't show emotions that much. But then now thinking about it, I think I I show every emotion. (laughs) For example, if I'm watching a sad movie, like I can't suppress my feelings. Mm -hmm. When I'm watching a dramatic show, like, for example, How to Get Away with Murder, I legit yell at the TV with my annoyance. So I think my emotional expression, even though I deny it sometimes, it just shows. But then in terms of pinpointing the reasons of my emotions, sometimes it's quite hard. Sometimes I might feel down, but I don't know the reason why I'm feeling down. Yeah, that happens to me too. Because there are so many different branches of emotions under different categories, right? Like mm-hmm. there's sadness, but there are also different kinds of sadness. Yeah. So it's usually quite difficult for me to pinpoint. And that's mm-hmm. like really problematic because it just like sends me down to this whirlpool of emotions and then I don't know how to deal with it. And I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're quite expressive. I can. Yeah, tell. I'd say so. <laughs> Also, when you're happy, you're so happy. You're just like, sometimes you're in the kitchen and you're like, I'm so excited when you cook tomorrow or I'm so excited for uh, the cake tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But it does like hypes up everything. It lightens yeah. up the mood. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. It makes it sound super exciting. <laughs> and then I'm in my brain, I'm like, ooh, this is so exciting. <laughs> I hope I don't put too much of my moodiness onto you guys, though. No, no. No. Okay, okay. It's mostly just happiness. Like when you're sad, yeah. you don't, you just stay in your room, I think. Yeah. We express our emotions to a different extent. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have this question written down. It's like, do you consider yourself a sensitive person? (sighs) Yeah, like 100%. I mean, as I said, I'm very expressive, but I think I'm also overly empathetic. Of course, empathy is a really good trait, but it's not cool to overly do it because whenever someone feels something, for example, if Cassie's feeling down about something, I would feel personal. uh, I would feel that emotion personally as well. No. (laughs) I'm just stating an example. Uh Like, I would feel like it's my own feelings and I would understand you so much that I take it as my own and it would affect me as well. And I really don't like it because I feel like I need to separate my own feelings from other people's feelings. But Mm -hmm. it's really, really difficult. I think for me, I'm also quite empathetic, especially when someone is enduring pain, for example, physical pain. 
Or like when someone's drunk and they're like really uncomfortable, I can、mm. literally feel it physically. Like, oh my god, I feel、mm. so bad for you, and I really,、What? really need to get water for you or just help you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's quite interesting because yours is more physical and mine's more mm-hmm. emotional. Mm-hmm. Mentally, I think I'm also quite empathetic for people who are experiencing sadness, but I guess to a less extent. Than the other, you know, I suddenly thought of something that my aunt said to me quite a while ago. So at that time, like I was very stressed, and then everybody around me was stressed, and I remember saying to my aunt that, "Oh, I don't know why, but I feel like a lot of times people around me." Um, they always have the tendency to be quite like. I think I was complaining that oh, everybody around me was so negative. Like I was complaining that, and it's not a good thing to say. And then she said something that really. Got me thinking. She was like, "Have you thought of it this way? Like, could you be the negative one and attracting the negative energy <gasps> to you?" And、Ooh. I was like, "Whoa, that's an interesting <laughs> way of looking at it." And I、yeah. just thought for a long time. I was like, "Oh, that's very interesting." Yeah, I guess it's just like you know how like-minded people attract. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, it might be me too." Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow, your aunt is. So good at looking at other perspectives. Yeah, she is. She's so good at it. Um. Well, for me, the flip side, I think I struggle a lot with empathy because I don't understand how to feel things that other people are feeling. I don't get how it works. <laughs> is there a way you can train it? I don't know. I don't know. How do you learn it? How do you? Imagine something that hasn't happened to you. Try hard. Just imagine it. Try. It's not real, just, but you just, just imagine do it. it. You don't have to like actually feel it, but you just imagine yourself in that position. Like for me, I would imagine myself in that position, and I would think, "What would I feel if I were in that position?" I guess that's the problem that I wouldn't know how I'd feel, so I don't know how they're feeling. So I don't know how to respond. Oh yeah, because you said that your feelings kind of evaporate. Yeah,、what? so someone's in distress for a time. I'm not in distress. I do not know what they're feeling. Oh my god! Wait, for me, it's like, for example, a really good friend of yours was suddenly missing. Oh, oh my god, that was extreme. <laughs> I think I would feel like, oh my god, that's very traumatizing. You know, like I think for me, you said you put yourself into the other person's shoes and you think of how they would feel, but. As for me, I feel what they would feel. So over the summer last year, someone that I hadn't talked to in a while told me that their close friend had suddenly passed away from an accident. Oh! And then I felt so bad, and that night I couldn't fall asleep because of it. And I was like thinking about how small we are, and how fragile we are, and how vulnerable. We are, and how life can just be taken away in just a split second like that.、Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, oh my god, what if my friend like suddenly got? What if I was the? One? It's just overthinking.、Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Or like if someone is so many things do <laughs> tomorrow, I would feel so stressed for them because <laughs> like that is a nightmare for me. Like I can't even handle one one essay, and if you have five essays due tomorrow, I would be crying <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, but I guess back to like Tanya's training empathy. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Is there no way? 
I mean, uh, there might be like I, I don't know. Is there like cognitive behavioral therapy? Oh, maybe I cannot tell you the amount of times I've had to Google how to respond to people, how to console someone. Oh. I do it so often. I feel like everything, most of the ways I re- respond are just trained behaviors that I just I know logically that's how I should respond. But I don't know if this makes me sound like a twat or not. But you don't genuinely feel it. That's how show shitty. <laughs> I do. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's not with bad intentions, so... Oh, that makes me sound bad. <laughs> Maybe because we know you, so I don't feel like it sounds bad. Do you have friends who go to you and complain to you about what's going on in their lives and how they're feeling? Sometimes, and they, yeah. And then you just answer them based on your own research? <laughs> <laughs> it's not always like that, but like... Oh no, maybe it is. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm having a crisis right now. Hang on. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I get really distressed when I have to console people because I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Mm. I mean, I also don't know what to do either. I don't know what to do. What do you end up doing? Sometimes I just end up listening to them. And then I think being a listener is all they need Mm. because they just need someone to talk to at that. Yeah, Yeah. I guess. Everyone says I'm a good listener. So if you want to run, I'll listen. I won't say anything <laughs> back because I don't know what to say, but I'll listen. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm yeah. a good listener as well. Like whenever I don't know what to say, I'm just like, oh shit, that sucks. Oh no, like these are just things I say. But I think they're already enough for the other person. Yeah. They just want someone to understand them. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Being a listener is good enough. With intense emotions, like for example, sadness, no matter what you say, like, okay, it might make them feel better temporarily, but ultimately it's down to the person to get mm-hmm. over it. I don't know if this sounds really bad, but like, I don't know. I've always thought of it this way. So when you're like feeling sad, it's like this period. And then no matter what other people say to you, okay, it's just like a paracetamol that kind of numbs the pain. But then after the medicine wears off, it's still there unless something clicks and then, you know, you get over it and then you just Mm -hmm. don't feel it anymore. Yeah. Whenever someone's crying, what I do, the first thing is to find tissue. Like for me, if I'm crying, I would feel very uh, like someone is caring for me. And Mm -hmm. someone knows that I need tissue paper because if I don't have tissue paper and I'm just crying there and like the snots are just like (laughs) in my hands and that I kind of feel alone, like no one's helping me. So the first Mm -hmm. thing I do is just look for tissue paper. Yeah, I think the one thing I do is I'll offer a hug (laughs) because for me, that's breaching my comfort zone. That's me doing a lot for you. (laughs) I'm hoping that counts. (laughs) I don't really hug. I don't think so. So I do hug people when they're sad. Mm. Yeah, I do that. But Tanya giving a hug Ooh. because knowing Tanya, like Tanya doesn't like hugs at all. I don't like being touched. Yeah, so that's definitely like mm. reaching your comfort zone for sure. Oh, Alice, when you're uh-huh. sad and you're crying, you're sobbing, would you like someone to hug you or not? Crying during movies is a different thing. Oh, no, no, that's weird. Have you <laughs> hug during movies? <laughs> like, if it's crying because I'm really sad about something, I think at first I would prefer to be alone. Like, I don't want people to see me. I don't want to have people feel like I'm affecting them with my sadness. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, like a hug would be nice, but mostly I would prefer to just stay alone. <laughs> sometimes I also don't know if I should give a hug because sometimes I feel like maybe that person wants alone time, like you just said. Mm. I mean, that's why I ask first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I ask. Just don't go in. 
I usually say, can I give you a hug? Yeah. But usually the hug is really awkward. Like, my hug. Yeah. Really? (laughs) Mine are so... Like, there was this one time I was comforting someone, I think. And I said, do you want a hug? And then the hug ended up... Maybe because the other person was is also someone who doesn't hug that much. I mean, I personally don't hug my friends like on a daily basis like i don't hug you guys Mm -hmm, i don't mm -hmm. hug other people but like i was patting the person's back like really awkwardly but i really wanted to comfort that person Uh uh-huh i think i have different interactions with different groups of friends so Mm. when i was in berlin it's a custom to hug each other when you're saying goodbye or when you're seeing each other so i was quite used to that and sometimes so like for example when i went back to taiwan once while i was living in germany i felt weird to just say bye it was like just bye <laughs> that's just okay bye <laughs> oh i think um the friends that i have here in leeds they all hug except you guys <laughs> <laughs> but I'm used to it. I'm used to it. I'm used to like not hugging you because if I do, that's kind of weird. Like I feel we- weird doing that because we don't do that. Damn. Oh yeah. And to be honest, all my friends at home hug as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Some of my friends back home hug as well, but mostly no. Sometimes it's nice because you haven't seen each other for a long time, and you want to express how happy you are to see that person. But I guess for us, we lived with each other. We so. see each other every day. Yeah. Yeah. Why does it feel a little bit weird if we Why? hug? Why does it? Is it because we're very close? Maybe. I could never hug my sister. I would never hug my brother. I think I could hug my sister, but like I haven't seen her for a long time. It would be awkward. And one, because she's so much taller now. <laughs> oh, seriously. Like, I don't give hugs. I think it's because my family is not exactly a family that shows affection that much i mean yes yeah, back when i was younger we did hug each other like for example before we went to sleep and stuff but then as we grew older we just stopped hugging so for example when i came to the uk to study oh my god the goodbye that i had with my brother was the like okay i was going away for uni and then god knows when i was going back I said goodbye to my brother through a car window when he was going to school and just say, oh, bye. (laughs) And then we didn't hug. We didn't really say anything else. Did you feel a little bit empty or a little bit sad? No, it would have been weird if we did anything else, though. Yeah, I think I'm the exact same with my sister as well. Like, whenever we went to each other's unis, we're just like, see you later. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Oh, I mean, that's cute. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) I think environment really affects it. Nurture, right? The environment I was brought up was not a touchy one. And Mm -hmm. at school, of course, you know, why would you touch anyone? Yeah. So that makes me not touchy. Yeah, same. As Alice said, I used to also hug my parents before I sleep when I was a kid. I used to give them like goodnight kisses as me well. Me too, me too. Yeah. Oh, I never, I didn't kiss them. No kiss on the I cheek. We just grew out of it. Yeah, kind of miss it, but I don't know how, I don't think I would initiate it anymore. It would be a little bit weird. Yeah. I'll hug if they want to hug. Yeah, 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 yeah mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. And they usually don't hug. Yeah. <laughs> the kind of family or the kind of upbringing we have affects the way that we feel things or express things as well 
Yeah. One of the biggest indicators of this is being able to say I love you easily. Because like, oh my, God. my parents never said it to me, so I can't say it to people. My parents have never said that to me as well, so I can't Blech. say it. Yeah. Oh, my mom says it though, but I don't like to say oh. it. Okay, so we said it to each other when we were young. And then we stopped saying it for like five years. And then she suddenly said it, so that was very uncomfortable for me. Oh. Yeah, I guess it suddenly changes. Yeah. My mom texted at me the other day and that was weird enough. Oh, your mom texts you, I love you? Yeah. Oh, my mom doesn't like, say it. She doesn't say either. She texts it. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. And like, I can never, I just can't say it back. Oh. And like, kiss, kiss, mwah, love. I can't say the whole thing. I can only send those gifts that kind of like represent similar mm-hmm. meaning. But I can never text it or I can never say it. They never say it as well, except for my grandma. My grandma is quite expressive with her affection. But then other than her, I mean, my aunt is slightly more expressive than my parents. But my parents, I don't think they've said those words to me or Mm. texted those words to me. I've Mm. written them to them before. It's easier to write it. (laughs) Yeah. But I do say it a lot on my my Instagram, though. I guess it's more superficial. It's not fake, oh. it's just... Oh, you mean to friends? Yeah. Oh. My art mutuals. Oh, that's nice. I don't know what makes the difference. I guess the formality of it and the dynamic that you have with those people, maybe. Like, I can't say it to my in-real-life friends. I guess you're just less uncomfortable mm. about it because you're not going to see them anyways. Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. And I feel like it's quite common for asian families to not express their love to each other by words i think yeah. they like to express it with food yeah yeah my mom loves cooking yeah food action i think they express it in a different way so like they express it through bickering like oh, but they actually care about you yeah. <laughs> like okay if one day your mom is not nagging at you that means something is up like that means maybe you did something wrong or things like that I've heard stories like the mom and the child are having a fight and then the parents were like, sorry about it. And then the mom just cooked a meal for the child. (laughs) Like she just never says sorry, but she always makes up for it by cooking the child something. It's quite Mm, cute. That's cute. Other than affection, what else is affected? Is our way of showing anger affected by it too? Like, how do you guys express your anger or madness? Is it passive or do you show it? Do you not show it? I don't get angry easily. That's nice. But when I am angry, I just think about it a lot. And then my head feels like it's going to explode. Oh. And then I say to myself, okay, I need to resolve this. I need to resolve this because I I need to get this out of my head. So I tend to do something that will resolve it and... I wouldn't care about what other people will think about me at the moment because I was mm. just, I'm just mad. But if I weren't mad, I would think a lot um, about mm. my actions. But when I'm mad, I just do things that I wouldn't normally do. For example? Well, one example is like when I was in the Taiwanese society and then the president, uh. he was very unorganized. <laughs> and I just texted a really long message to the group chat. And I didn't even text it to him personally. I texted to a whole group chat, like a whole group. So that was not me. <laughs> blinded by anger but now looking back i'm like oh my god how did i do that and oh my god now it's awkward what do i do 
No, I mean, you gotta express it somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's what I usually do when I'm angry. I just try to resolve it um, mm-hmm. as quickly as possible. That's good. I think that's a good way, yeah. At least you actually face it, you know. Mm. I guess as long as the anger's not too severe that like you do something stupid, you know. Yeah. I can't think of a moment when I'm so mad, so, like, pissed. <laughs> what about you guys? Um, I think I get angry very easily. I'm quite short-tempered. I think I've got that from my dad. So, um, I know I get really irritated at the smallest things. It's really annoying to me. Mm. Like, why am I mad about nothing in particular? But, like, usually I just vent to myself in my Twitter DMs. (laughs) (laughs) Twitter. I used to break pencils a lot, but (gasps) those days, pencils are expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they're those, like, re-breakable pencils that you can break over and over again. Like, I just get really mad if my maths homework and just break pens. (laughs) (laughs) What a loser. Damn. Will you punch your computer if Adobe doesn't work? I'm not a puncher. Oh. Oh, I bit my phone once. I got really mad and I cracked through my phone because I bit it too hard. And my parents mm. were like, what did you do? I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I, you're more of a, like, you bottle it up then. Yeah, it's not great. Mm. I should work on that. <laughs> At least I don't punch walls. Does it go away quickly? No. Maybe. I think I cry it out most of the time. Because mm. it sounds like your anger is kind of like in small bursts. Yeah, 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 I think it is. For me, it's like it sinks in a long time. <laughs> Damn, you guys are like on the two extremes. Yeah. Like I can't really hold grudges because I can't stay mad for long. Oh, I hold grudges sometimes. Like sometimes I'm like, stop thinking about it, stop thinking about it because I don't do it on purpose. Mm. It just keep on thinking about it. <laughs> mm. I, mean, I wish I could hold a grudge because like, I think someone will do something to me me angry and i'll come back the next day and i'll completely have forgotten about it hi i'm like we're normal again <laughs> Aww, that's really good i think is it they've nice. wronged me and i'm not treating it right i think you need to learn how to confront it though like if someone makes you mad you need to let them know that they've done something i mean that's it's true. easier said than done because i mean it's hard I can't do that myself as how well. do you tell people i don't want to make people mad yeah like, even though i say that it's really difficult for me as well so for me i think i have a pretty high tolerance towards things so i don't think i get mad easily I cannot recall a time where I got super angry as well. And I think relating to the empathy thing, empathy aspect of myself. So, for example, if someone has done something to me, okay, I might get annoyed at the beginning. But then for some reason, my brain would rationalize and try to be in their perspective and understand why they're doing it. And for some reason, I rationalize their actions. You even though it's them. I excuse them and it's not a good thing. I don't know. I don't bottle it up as much as you do, but most of the time I keep it to myself. I don't express my anger because I don't know how. I think there were times when I got super angry to the point where it got mixed up with sadness and frustration. Like mm-hmm. I got so angry that I got frustrated because I couldn't express my anger. So the frustration yeah, yeah, yeah. made me sad and the it sadness made me cry yep. in front of other people. So that's oh, I'm horrible. Mm. I mean, not like in front of a lot of people, just like one person or something. But yeah, mm. usually it's like that. Yeah, get so angry you cry. Happens most of the time. It never happens to me. I never cry because of anger. I wish I could do that. I think it's because obviously when you don't know how to confront it, you just cry instead. Yeah. Whereas you actually confront your problem. I need to learn from you. 
Yeah, please teach. It literally drains me and mm-hmm. takes me so much courage to go up to a person and say what they have done that has annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Or something that they did that I don't feel is right. Like it takes me a lot to tell them.、Mm-hmm. So much mental preparation, even worse than an interview, even worse than a phone call. <laughs> oh, for me, it's just I'm mad.、Yeah. So like I have the adrenaline in my body, so I just do whatever I want to do. She's a fighter. I just realized I think I get mad at myself very easily. So、yeah. the other day. I woke up very late. I set my alarm at eight thirty, but then for some reason my alarm didn't go off. So I woke up at twelve instead, and I was so freaking pissed at myself. I woke up was like fuck, 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 and then I was just in my bed. I was like fuck. I just ruined the whole day. I can't get up now because if I start, I mean it's late anyway. So. I might as well just lie like a piece of shit. <laughs> like <laughs> it was so funny. Like that day, I was in the kitchen, like doing my stuff on my co- on the computer, like <laughs> sitting by the table. And then Cassie suddenly went, came in, and at first, like you went to the fridge to take out your frozen pizza, and then suddenly you said, "You know what? Like my alarm didn't work today. I was supposed to wake up at eight thirty, and I woke up at twelve. Like my day is literally wasted." And she was just like holding that frozen pizza to like warm it up. <laughs> just so funny. <laughs> yeah. I get so pissed when I wake up really late. I think I kind of like throw things around. <laughs> I probably threw that frozen pizza onto the counter instead of placing it onto the. I counter. I think you did. <laughs> so mad at myself, and I also get mad mad at myself when I forget things. So when I forget a ruler and I really need the ruler, it's more like an annoyance. Sometimes I feel like I need everything to be perfect. Like I like routine. So if my routine is ruined by something, I get mad. Mm. Anger. It's a complicated thing. I just wish I can express it better. Like、Same. a lot of times, I know that I am angry at someone, and I think normally when I am not overwhelmed by emotion, I can be quite logical in my thinking. Like I can express myself quite well most of the time. I would like to think that way. But then, like when I'm feeling emotions or. Overwhelmed with emotions, and I need to express it. That's when words fail me. Right. Ah, <laughs> for me, I think. Well, again, like as I said before, I would just like write down my thoughts on like my notes, and then I'll write down what I want to say to that person. Wow. And then I just memorize it, and then go to the person and tell everything I feel. Oh, your anger is so organized. Yeah, that's so nice. It's like it's also like therapeutic to write it out. Damn, I do that. I mean, I do it with my own Twitter DMs. <laughs> I think I'm the worst. I don't even do it because I don't know where to start. I don't know how to start either. But how do you come? Like, for example, if you get into a direct argument face to face, how would you be able to do that though? I don't think I've ever been in a direct argument with someone. Usually, like I need to go home first and think about the whole situation, and then acknowledge my problems and also their problems, and then kind of like analyze it, and then and then when I'm sure, I'll tell the person because my mind doesn't work that fast when I'm、mm-hmm. in front of that person.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll say stupid things for sure. <laughs> That sounds effective. Yeah. Okay. I'll try writing things down. I write down my sadness, but I don't write down my anger. Write every feeling ever, even your joys. Okay, I'll try. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't write down my sadness or joy because, like, I don't want my sadness to be on record. I just wanted to go away. I record everything I feel. It's my way of keeping permanence of my emotions. Maybe 
Twitter drafts. <laughs> There's too much going on in there. Wait, why do you use Twitter though? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I use my Twitter DMs, so it's just like messaging. Mm. So it's like I'm getting it out, but I just look like I'm talking to myself all the time.、Mm. At least you have an outlet for your emotions and not like completely shutting it. Yeah, I think another way of expressing your emotions is to talk to someone who has nothing to do with any of your friends. So, yeah, yeah, because like I'm always scared if I tell someone, they'll get affected because they know my friends. Yeah, but if I tell someone, for example, like my cousin who's like in America and know nothing about my life here, then I would feel less hesitant to tell her.、Mm. I feel like this episode has made me realize a lot of things about myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things I should be fixing. <laughs> that's what I know. But that's hard to fix, though. I mean, like the empathy part, <laughs> the anger part. Maybe you can fix it, but not. Oh yeah, probably. I think I tend to take deep breaths. Yeah, because I feel like I'm fuming. <laughs> I need to take deep breaths. Fuming. <laughs> yeah, and then it gets better, and then I write down what I need to tell the person. Research has shown that empathy is not simply inborn, but can actually be taught. Oh, oh yay! Banger! It's a win for me. How can it be taught? I've not read that much into it. <laughs> Learn empathy in just five steps. So easy. Damn. I don't know why, but I had this image in my head. So whenever someone <laughs> other street trips, <laughs> you trip to <laughs> to feel it. I don't know. It sounds really weird. <laughs> You're like, oh, that person trip. Okay, I'll trip. <laughs> you know what's different between my empathy and your kind of? You say that you feel a lot when the other person is in physical pain. I don't feel it when the other person's in. I mean, if it's like serious injury, of course. But then, if it's just like, for example, someone bumping into each other or someone tripping, I kind of find it funny. <laughs> oh yeah, if someone so- trip, I do find it funny though. Yeah, depends on the seriousness. If it's a really bad <laughs> yeah, one, yeah, for sure, for sure. Probably like, oh my god. Yeah. How do you guys、know. handle loneliness? Maybe like give an example of a time when you felt lonely. Like, what makes you lonely usually? I can't pinpoint it. I think it's quite rare. Oh, oh. that's good. I do like spending time with myself. <laughs> Oh yeah, I remember when I first moved in here. I was like, introversion is a scam when you can still feel lonely <laughs> to my friends. Now, why was I being so emo? Because I don't know. I guess I was just really worried about making friends. That made me feel a bit lonely. Like moving with us. So we made friends. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I can imagine how hard that could be. Because if I、yeah. were to move in with a group of friends, yeah, because you were already friends, I was really worried. I was worried about how we can like engage you and stuff. Like I wanted to engage you more. I was very nervous. <laughs> yeah, I was a little nervous, and of course, as as I said before, my first impression of Tanya, I felt a little intimidated. <laughs> so I was like, "Ooh,、mm. what to do? What should I do?" <laughs> I'm really not scary. I think I was particularly nervous because I'm kind of like the middle person.、Mm. You're the responsible one. <laughs> like I'm responsible for inviting you to live with us. So I'm like,、yeah. oh, I hope we can get along well. Yeah, I remember I was in the kitchen. I was like, I'll try, and you were like, please. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I do that? Wait, what? <laughs> 
when Tanya first moved in. I remember very clearly that I tried to make conversation with you. Like you were at the kitchen. Was I putting something in the freezer? No, I think you were like putting some spinach or something. I don't know. And I was like, I already finished eating. Like you've already finished cooking already. I can never match your cooking time. I think I said that like sometimes. Yeah. So long ago now. (laughs) Remember? Remember the first awkward game of Jenga we played? I mean, it was, was it awkward? a little bit awkward at the beginning. I didn't but... know how to sit. <laughs> oh. I was just fidgeting. <laughs> yeah, so that was the time when you felt it. Yeah, and I was just sad in my room. That was all. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, you were in your room a lot in the beginning. I think I locked my door the first few days so it wouldn't have been allowed. Oh. oh. Not anymore. I hope you're not feeling lonely now. I mean, obviously not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Alice? Oh, me. I think I feel lonely quite often. Same. And it's in random bursts. Like, I can't pinpoint why I'm feeling lonely. I have come to realize that my brain constantly argues with each other and I contradict a lot with myself. For example, this, like, I enjoy being alone, but then at the same time, there would be bursts of feeling lonely and i'm just like why am i feeling this way and i can't pinpoint it and then it would affect my mood so much and i just couldn't talk to anyone Mm. yeah so i don't know the reason why so you tend to get lonely without knowing why i don't know even just sitting in a class and then like i would be sitting there and then people would be like doing their own things and then i don't know why i just felt really detached and i was like whoa why am i feeling this way why am i just being over dramatic but then at the same time it's just like i feel so shit oh my god i can't talk to anyone oh my god i hate my brain sometimes it just puts me to weird places that i don't know mm-hmm. i used to get so anxious whenever it's lunchtime in high school because mm. there's a cafeteria and sometimes i'm like oh i don't want to sit alone it's so awkward and it shows that you're a loner somehow like i just imagine yeah. myself in a movie without a group oh, no. of friends and then like beside me, they're just like random other guys who are also alone. We have the worst conversations. I'm just so scared Aww. of that. Yeah. yeah. Like being alone on yourself is fine, but being alone with people who aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Makes you sad. Yeah. And I feel like now I have a stable group of friends like you guys and like close group of friends. But I think back in high school, even though I had friends, I feel like I was constantly floating around Mm -hmm. like I didn't feel stable and I didn't feel grounded. People would be hanging out and then, yeah, I'm friends with them. But then at the same time, am I really that close with any of them? Like, no. Mm -hmm. So that's probably one of the reasons that contributed to the feelings of loneliness, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So this episode is getting a little long. So how about we wrap it up with some more happy emotions? How do you guys express your happiness? What makes you happy? I think like when I'm happy, I tend to talk more. Maybe you guys can tell. Yeah. I'm just a little bit more social, a little bit more outgoing, and maybe like even try to make some jokes. So I think it, you can really tell the difference. Can you guys tell? I think you're just like, you're the kind of person who doesn't try and is funny. What? You don't realize it. <laughs> oh my God. No one has ever told me that I'm funny ever in my life. Not in an explicitly funny you way. You do things that makes you giggle. Aw. What about you guys? I think I'm very similar, to be honest. But, I don't know, I forgot again. <laughs> I forgot what I'm like again. 
I can feel that when you're in a good mood. You talk and you make jokes and I don't know, just like the usual chill self and you jam to music and stuff like that, I guess. Yeah, music gives me a lot of vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can tell that Tanya's sad. I've never seen Tanya sad. Like she's always like, like she's always in the same mood. She's quite talkative. Really? <laughs> what? I've never been told I'm talkative. Sometimes more than me. Mm. Sometimes, yeah. I feel like I can tell when something is a little off, but then when you're not happy, you don't tend yeah, to yeah, come Yeah, I was going to say I so. stay in most of the time. Yeah. What about you, Alice? Me. I mean, it's quite obvious, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I kind of, I, I'm a bit scared that I'm overly excited and I annoy no. you guys with my, I don't know. No. It's nice to have an excited person. Yeah. I feel like when I get excited about something, I tend to repeat things a lot. Like I keep saying the same things. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> and I feel like, oh my God, I'm annoying, but I, I don't know. I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> so nice to be happy yeah it sends good vibes mm-hmm. yeah that's how i express my happiness i feel like if you didn't express your ha- if you're not that expressive it will actually feel quite boring because i don't think julia and tanya and i are very expressive when we're excited i guess <laughs> what makes us happy whenever i finish handing in my essays or handing in my briefs freedom because i feel like a lot of my sadness or my stress comes from uni work and when that's gone my Mm. mood is so much better that's good i also feel happy whenever i accomplish something maybe when i finish an interview i'm like yes i did it Mm. there's loads of little things for me oh vicky sponge cake (laughs) (laughs) our food brings me much joy Mm. I don't know, it's just the small things I'm interested in. Like, I get really obsessed with things. So that thing, that thing that I'm interested in at the time will bring me a lot of joy. That's good. What about you, Alice? Uh, You know what? Like, even though I express it a lot, I feel like at the moment, I never really acknowledge that it's happiness. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Like... I think I just have a problem with acknowledging my feelings in general. So maybe that's why I should start writing things down. (laughs) But yeah, I think a lot of things make me happy. I don't know when I'm in a good mood, even just sitting by the window eating stuff and the sun is like shining on my face. That makes Mm. me happy. And like Mm -hmm. listening to my current favorite song and just like sitting by the window. So with a lot of sun, I think sun makes me happy, which makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Um what else i don't know you know like doing things together with you guys having fun so i am happy food makes me happy too i love food especially if the food that i cook is good i get especially happy because i'm like oh yeah i finally made something good (laughs) yeah for me it's like maybe this sounds a little bit sad but like i'm happy i get happy from all the things that you mentioned but they're only very short term because in the back of my head, I know that I have work to do and I need to get back to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why like I get affected mm-hmm. by uni work or just work in general so much that it's the source of my anxiety. Mm-hmm. And if that's out of my way, I think my whole personality would change. So I guess what makes me happy mm-hmm. is 
when the semester ends and when summer begins. I guess it's just being able to do whatever yeah. you want. Being free of the burden. Mm -hmm. That's good. What makes you guys happy? <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to write down your feelings. Mm -hmm. Not like me. I just don't acknowledge my feelings at all. So do it with me. Write with Be kind to yourself. Do more things that make yes. you happy. Easy mm. said than done sometimes, but yes, it is. You've got to make time for yourself. Just yeah. like listening to music at one a.m. for me—that's enough. Oh, so nice. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode, listening to our own emotions or lack of emotions or our inability to deal with our emotions and everything mm -hmm. like that. Hope you guys. Have thought about how you dealt with your emotions as well. But yeah, stay tuned and see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode, feel free to share it with your friends and family. You can find us on all listening platforms, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Better Lake Podcast to stay updated. Thank you guys for sticking around, and we hope to see y'all soon. Bye. Bye.